0: Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody is out there having a great week. I am super excited about today's show as I have two beautiful, brilliant women joining me. Um, They are the developers of a life-changing program that is having such a positive impact on schools all over. So I can not wait to to introduce you guys to them. If you are a teacher out there, a parent out there, a student out there, administrator, all of us can benefit uh, for the information they're going to share with us today about what they're doing in the community. Cannot wait to introduce my guests. Um, but before I do that, I want to welcome all of my new listeners. So if you are new to the Mental Fitness Matters show, welcome. And I want to say thank you to all of my frequent Mental Fitness Matters family in the community. I can't say thank you guys enough. I appreciate your following your support. Um, this show is designed to provide you with education, tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental health and mental fitness. Um, After each show, it's always uploaded to the podcast. So if you are a podcast listener, please download and subscribe to the Mental Fitness Matters podcast. It's on all of the podcasting platforms. Um, You can also go to YouTube, Tracy Austin YouTube, and subscribe there. That way you can check out these videos so that you guys never miss the show. Uh, Let's get into it. I think it's pretty safe to assume uh, that majority of the schools have gone back and reopened and everybody's settling in and returning to what we now consider our new normal. And I think it's safe to recognize, too, that with new normal comes changes and adjustments. And with changes comes challenges. And as we're thinking about this new normal and as people are entering the schools with the pandemic and the crisis, there's a lot of emotions that people are feeling right about now. And so schools all across the country, the districts are having to figure out and consider the impact these challenges have had on their staff and their students. And so figuring out ways that they can continue to develop plans to support their students, to support their staff as they return back to school, but also throughout the remainder of the school year. Um, So what I'm honored to do is I have two forward thinkers joining me today. Um, They've developed an emotional reintegration program, which is designed to equip students Teachers and administrators with lifelong skills and tools to help them navigate the emotional challenges that come along with our new normal. Uh, so let me go ahead and introduce our developers. Uh, one of these brilliant ladies has been on my show before. She is a dear friend of mine. I am just so honored to have her back. She's Dr. Gigi Hamilton. Um, Dr. Hamilton is the founder of Personal Enrichment Counseling and Consulting located in Charlotte, North Carolina. She has over 25 years of experience working with children and adults. And she's also the author of several wellness books. So make sure you guys check her out. She's, she's incredible. As a proud Army veteran, Dr. Hamilton has served the military by helping students, teachers and administrators manage their emotions during difficult times. So I'm honored to have her. Thank her so much for her service. I also have with her Sherry Layton is the founder of Layton and Associates, a consulting practice committed to helping organizations achieve strategic goals with a focus on change management, learning and development. With over 25 years of experience working with large-scale corporate initiatives and nonprofit organizations, Sherry is recognized for her ability to translate vision into action with a skillful combination of facilitation techniques that are deeply rooted in developing people. What a dynamic duo. They have teamed up and developed a plan that is changing the game as we look at schools and taking care of emotional resilience. So welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you guys so much for joining me. How y'all doing this morning? Doing great. Thanks so much Thank for so having you. us. We're excited. Uh, I'm so excited to have you guys. Let's go ahead and get into this program. Tell us about the emotional reintegration program and what was the inspiration and the why behind this program development, how you guys teamed up?
1: Yeah, Dr. Hamilton, I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about the why. Um, Tracy, you you nailed it when you were talking about some of the issues we were all seeing and, you know, go we go back to April and uh, actually I listened to your interview with Dr. Hamilton um, about that time and I was listening to the conversation and Dr. Hamilton talking about um, emotional health and what was currently happening and being highly responsive um, in kind of smaller group settings and one-on-one and, and really encouraging And as I listened to that, I started reflecting on what was happening in my personal life experience. Um, I was a part of a school board, I was a school board member for about five years. I was paying attention to what we were struggling with and decisions that needed to be made, and just looking around at my colleagues, my kids. And I realized that we had um, just a really systematic issue that we were yeah. faced with. And in the midst of everyone trying to figure out the tactical nature of educating kids, I thought, you know, we're, we've got a, a larger... Um, area of concern that we need to address. And that concern is I didn't know whether or not schools were equipped with anything that they could roll out large scale to all of their teachers, administrators, and the, the students. And so I did a, a little probing around first to check to see if our local schools, just to start off with, had something in place and um, resoundingly was hearing that we really don't. So I called Dr. Hamilton and I said, don't let me scare you. But I have have an idea, <laughs> and uh, she was very gracious. I said, "You you have the expertise in um, in emotional behavior and and um, health, and um, and I have the expertise in how to create um, training that changes um, behavior." So, um, so that was kind of the impetus of it, uh, Dr. Hamilton. You want to talk a little bit about the the program itself?
2: Absolutely. So, one of the things that uh, my group practice specializes in, it's primarily working with uh, a myriad of different populations, but one in particular is the military as it relates to them reintegrating back into society. And as we're talking about how the uh, beginning of COVID just kind of jolted us all out of our normal uh, day-to-day operations we had to deal with a couple of contingency plans. We had to put something in place pretty quickly. And knowing that when the school was gonna start back in fall, there still had to be a new contingency plan because everyone just wasn't ready to get back there face to face. So we had a lot of changes that we had to deal with. Uh, Sherry and I are both parents. So as it relates to being parents, we're uh, dealing with this on the home front as kind of working in the role as teachers, uh, helping our children also deal with this and then preparing them for this transition as well. So, one of the things we created was a program that's designed to help people deal with this myriad of changes, all the while understanding the emotional impact that they're experiencing and giving them the tools to now be able to deal with all of the changes that are happening at the same time.
0: That's huge. And I so I'm so glad that you guys have have done that because it's so necessary as we think about the normal challenges and, and the emotions that people feel just from a regular school year. And now we're going into a school year in the midst of a global pandemic. Right. You know, so when we think about brain development, this is such a crucial time uh, for our youth, uh, but just for people in general, when there's a impact and a change that happens so sudden. You don't really know what to expect, that lack of predictability. So to have a plan in place and put a program in place to kind of help support people through this is huge. So what do teachers and parents need to know as we're thinking about this emotional reintegration program? How do you use it? What do you do? What is it like? What are they what are they should they expect from this?
2: Well, one of the first things that is important is all of us are kind of dealing with what's happening is that we're kind of on this emotional roller coaster day to day. And for everyone, the administrators, teachers and the students, if we are not in tune with what our emotional language is, and what the actual feelings that we have, if we don't understand that, then we have a hard time being able to manage those emotions. So we spend a great deal of time helping people understand the difference between feelings and emotions and giving them the language. Because more often than not, children don't have the language in their emotional toolbox to even be able to put
0: it into words and language. So we really I like spend that. Dr. Time- Gigi, can I pause you right there? Yeah, I love sure. that because I think that is huge. Kids don't have the language. So what might we see? So if they're not showing or speaking that, what, what might we see? What can parents look for? What can teachers look for? Now parents are at home becoming teachers. Yeah. you know. So what can they see and look for to see that something may be coming up for them?
2: Absolutely. You may have some children that start to act out behaviorally. You may have some that actually uh, go into themselves and then kind of withdraw. Right. You may yeah. have some that are a little bit more agitated and they may not be able to even say I'm stressed out. Right. So you just start really paying attention to behaviors. And it's going to be important that you have conversations with them and actually just kind of pinpoint what's going on with them and just ask them how they're adjusting. How does it feel? Um, and just help give them some of the language. But in our program, we help people identify what those emotions are. So they if you can't give it a name, you really can't work with
0: it. Yeah. 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 So having to start with identifying. And so after they've identified what's going on, um, is this tool something that you guys put in place working directly with the teachers, the administrators and the students, or is it just working with the teachers and then the teachers training the students?
1: Sure. Yeah, I can I can uh, talk to that, Tracy. Um, so, the program actually has two significant parts. It works directly with the teachers and administrators, and then we have a separate component that works with the students. And the way we have that structured is we have the ability to do one of two things. We can certify the school to actually deliver internally themselves so that oftentimes what you see is they will cert- want to certify counselors, for example, at their school. They'll spend some time with us. We'll get them equipped and then they deliver to the teachers, the administrators and the students. The other method that we use is we facilitate the teacher and administrator version of that and then we certify the counselor so that they can deliver to the students.
0: That's huge. That's awesome. So is it about being able to number one, help them learn how to kind of train the trainer, helping them learn to see the signs, the behaviors, the the things that can be creeping up. And then it sounds like you guys are providing them with tools and strategies on how to address and deal with the behaviors that they're seeing.
1: Well, I love, I love that you framed it that way, Tracy, because I think one of the significant parts of this that feels different for teachers is that when they go through the teacher training, it's focused on their emotional health. Okay. So most oftentimes teachers attend um, to the needs of the students, but Rarely will they focus just on self, and so this professional development is truly teaching the teachers how to care for what they are experiencing and what they're feeling. One of the things that we talk about at the beginning of the workshop is this is in some ways like what they tell you when you get on an airplane, and then they say, "Put on your own oxygen mask first, so yeah. that then you are equipped to care for someone else." That's yeah. what the teacher component does of this, um, which is a shift for teachers. Right? Oftentimes yeah. they're going, "Okay, so." tell me what I then do with the kids. And we're saying, take care of you first, and we're going to spend some time helping you do that. And then the certification part for uh, the counselors, they work specifically um, with the students and, and um, identifying those needs. So it's a little bit of a shift for teachers, which has been um, welcomed by them. Um, one of the responses that we're hearing from teachers is, um, and administrators, just thank you. Thank you for focusing on us, that we're not having to walk away way with the new checklist of things to do. But to have someone pause and say that you matter personally as a teacher and your emotional health matters, and not to walk away with a, oh, and now I have to do this. It's like, no, this is, this is the school saying we want to take care of you as an individual. Um, so yeah,
0: so we're really excited to be able to do that. That's huge. And I think that what you just said, it's helping teachers and the self-care pieces for the helpers, right? Helping the helpers, yes. the better they feel, the better we feel, the better we perform. Um, Absolutely. And, and so really being able to kind of give them strategies to recognize how am I doing? Number one, recognizing my own emotional health and well-being and then yes. being able to support uh, the people that we're serving. That's huge. What mm-hmm. would you guys say in terms of as you're administering this program, let's say you're certifying a school or you're coming in and facilitating a training. What does that mm-hmm. process look like? How long does it take? What are the needs? How do teachers say, you know what, this sounds like something beneficial for my school or for my students or for my staff. What do I need to know? Or what do I need to do to get you guys involved?
1: Yeah. So they would reach out to us um, directly. Right, We're, um, marketing it through um, Latin and Associates. And the website is um, Latininc, I-N-C, um, dot com. And literally once they call us, we'll talk, have a conversation with, directly with that school to find out the delivery method that works best for them. Um, each of the sessions, if we work one-on-one with the school, it's a three-hour session for the teacher administrator version that we deliver virtually in our COVID situation. We are fully equipped for that. And then the student version is also, um, the certification for a school is three hours, but the uh, the school can then decide to segment that out. You know, especially depending on the age group that they're that they're working with, they may decide to, you know, break some of that down and modules. Um, the al- other alternative is that they can join um, one of our national sessions, which is um, a certification that's four hours in length, and it prepares multiple schools to go deliver to their schools. So it's really a one-on-one approach that we use with the schools to understand more about their needs and how they
0: want to um, facilitate it. Gotcha. And I heard you mention a student version. When you say that, are you saying that not only are you training the the staff and the teachers and the administrators on how to, number one, identify the behaviors that you may be seeing and then provide some tools um, on how to handle that, but you're also training the students as well? Yeah, great
1: question. So the certification program Mm -hmm. includes content that the school can then use to deliver to students. So we have content created, um, and we had a lot of fun doing that. We created what I call the the older kid and adult version first, and then we came back into that content, and we created it in a way that it can be delivered to, to our younger kids as well. So the school walks away from their certification program being fully equipped to deliver that content to the students.
0: That's pretty awesome. What would you guys say some of the the students are walking away with? What are the benefits for not only the teachers, but what are the benefits from the students? What are they able to do now that maybe they didn't even realize they could do before uh, you guys entered in with the program?
2: Yeah, I can take that. Uh, one of the things that they walk away with is the ability to understand how in real time to deal with and manage change. One of the things that COVID has taught us is to kind of be on our toes and have to be able to understand what's happening at, at a moment's notice and how to then manage that. And sometimes that's difficult if you don't have the tools. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. And I think um, what you're speaking to here is emotional resilience. You know, when we're yeah. thinking about being able to be resilient through crisis, through change, through all of the ups and downs that life will bring, yeah. um, being able to, number one, stop and pause and say, am I okay? You know, how am yes. I doing? How am I feeling? I loved how you guys said initially being able to first identify the behaviors because you're right, especially mm-hmm. for, for kids. Um, yeah. You might not hear them saying I'm stressed, I'm worried, I'm anxious, but you may see that isolation and we've been dealing with social isolation for quite some time. So as we're thinking about reintegrating back into the schools, some people are all virtual, but some people are going in two to three days a week. So when you've been out of that setting for so long and now having to come back into that setting with masks on your face. Socially distanced. So there's a lot of things That are going to pop up That might not be said But we need to be able To be mindful of And and know what to look for So it sounds like Your program is able To kind of teach um, Number one What are we looking for And then number two How do we move forward And handle that is this something that if parents are at home right now um, and they're doing some some teaching at home and they're still seeing some of the behaviors that Dr. Hamilton talked about before, whether that's the isolation, mm-hmm. agitation, irritability. Is this something that they can call to the school and say, hey, this I've heard about the uh, the emotional reintegration program. Would this be mm-hmm. something could be that could be available for our school that teachers can begin to learn? Can they do that?
1: Yes, they yes. definitely can um, reach out, and that's actually we um, one of the schools that we facilitated with. Um, it came exactly through that process where they reached out to an administrator, and so let me share with you this program that I heard about that I think could be extremely beneficial to us. So, so you're exactly right, Tracy. You know, you mentioned something that um, that I think is so important. And you were talking about emotional resilience and some of the behaviors that they're learning, and and one of the mm-hmm. things that we see this. Um, is it's an opportunity for us to teach truly a skill that will last far beyond COVID. So, whether the the training happens, you know, in the next few weeks while schools are returning to school, or it's happening in the next month or two months, this isn't about a set of skills that they learn just for COVID. It's about something for teachers, administrators, and students to walk away with truly this lifelong capability to help anytime there is an emotional crisis that's happening. So, I, I love your language of emotional resilience, and uh, and really find that um, to be true of what we're teaching.
0: That is huge. So necessary. The best gift we can give ourselves is self care and understanding what we need, yeah. so that way we know how to support ourselves and support others. What would you guys say? Because I have. Uh, Parents listening right now, teachers listening right now, um, the communities listening. What would you say as people are at home dealing with the emotional challenges that we're all facing, not just in the school world, but that we're all facing as we're working on being emotionally resilient? What are a few tips that you could kind of provide people right now with dealing with their new normals of life um, in terms of integrating some of the tools of identifying how we're feeling? And what would you say? What would be a tip that you could provide to our listeners right now on how to keep Keep pushing and moving through this new normal.
2: Um, I'll, I'll take that. And, and just one of the biggest things is understanding what your emotions are. I, I keep yeah. saying that because sometimes we may think we're stressed, but are we really sad? Right. If we don't understand that emotion, then we're going to really struggle. The other thing is making sure you have some type of support connection and, and group that you can actually talk to. Having friends right now and, and people to uh, be able to have a conversation with to help you release the stress is so important. If you can't get out and exercise, you need to be able to find self-care Um tools that will help you. The biggest thing too, is having contacts about, um, if you are seeing someone who's struggling emotionally and knowing who to contact. We have, have a, a crisis, a national crisis text line, and, and I'll just give that number out. It's uh, uh, the number sign seven four one seven four one. especially for our young children. And if they're not comfortable with talking to their parents, but they're feeling some emotional struggles, Use this text line. They're they're really good at wanting to text and being on their electronic devices. And they have a place where they can talk about what's going on with them emotionally, even if they can't give it a name. So just having some resources. And that's the other thing we provide for you are resources so that if it's two o'clock in the morning and you don't know what to do, you have someone you can contact.
0: I love that. And with the time that we have left, guys, I want you to give uh, just this emotional reintegration program, um, three bullet points of what it is, who it's for, and what the benefits are, and then how they can connect with you. Sure.
2: Um, one of the things I'll say that I think we were really intentional about, and we we talked about when COVID first happened in, in March, So we, and then we're going back into the school. So one of the things we did is we really wanted to spend some time talking about what happened. We need to be able to package that so people have an understanding of what's happened. And then we're going into the school system, and we're helping people deal with what's happening now. Mm-hmm. And we're giving you the tools in this emotional reintegration process to help you deal with changes as they continue to occur. Powerful. So we're dealing with past, present and future. And that's really
0: important as we're still continuing to deal with this COVID. Absolutely and like you guys said before this is going to be something that we're taking on not just now but through life and this is a building and a foundation to kind of help people get on track emotionally and so if you're listening out there and this has resonated with you in any way being able to I'm going to have them uh, mention how you can reach one more time after before we end the show but being mindful that the biggest thing that we can do for ourselves is tune in. You know, a lot on this show, we talk about mental health, mental fitness, and the importance of really getting connected with self. And I love this program because it's starting off with an identifier of how am I feeling? Number one, I have to understand my emotions. Dr. Hamilton said, we got to understand how we feel before we can even deal with anything else. So the first part of this program, guys, is going to help you and educate you on what it is that these emotions are coming up. How are you feeling about them? Then they're going to provide some tools and techniques and training to kind of help assist with the things that pop up, not only for yourself, but for those students in in the school system. Um guys how can they reach you what should they how do, i know uh, sherry you kind of mentioned your your website there as well would that be a place that they should go yes definitely they can contact Latin and associates and it
1: is www that's l a t t e n at um inc.com. So L-A-T-T-E-N-I-N-C.com. So absolutely. uh, Take a look at the website, send us an email. um, And certainly as parents, you mentioned this earlier, um, Tracy, they can have conversations with their administrators um, to see if it's something that they would like to bring to their school system. So
0: we'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Anything else you guys need to say or want to put out before we uh, end for today, for this morning? I'd just like to thank the
2: forward-thinking administrators who have yes. heard about the program and have been just very enthusiastic about getting us there. I mean, I am blown away that this has gone national already. Yes. And. When we talk to the administrators, they are just very intentional about wanting to help everyone from the kindergartner all the way to the administrators. They have been really intentional about making sure that as they're programming and making, you know, trying to make sure they're doing the right learning model, that now they're thinking about the emotional impact of what's happening as well. So I'm just thankful for those administrators.
0: Absolutely. And we are thankful for both of you. Thank you for your vision, your heart, your passion, and all that you're doing in the communities and all that you will continue to do. Thank you for your time this morning. And my Mental Fitness Matters community, I want you guys to go out and shine bright like the stars that you are. See you next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin. And you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters.